regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Welcome to the Regular Features Podcast. This is, as you well know, the podcast that's the same every single reprehensible week. Every week. Every week. We say this every week. You know it. That's why you come back, because you want to hear us say it. It's comfort in a world gone wild. Wild. On my left to the beneath of me is Mr. Steve Hogarty. Say hello and tell us what you got. Hello. My name is Steve, and this week... I'll be putting you in the shoes of Mr. Game & Watch as he sets out on a mission to fuck the Kappa logo. I can't ask him to describe that feature any more succinctly than he already did. So, let's move on move to on. Joe. What have you got, Joe boy? Hello, I've got this week the biggest social media topic of the day. What's going on with those wet old eggs? So many wet eggs. Me, I'll be taking a back seat because there's no room for me with all these big boys around. So, um, yes. Oh, buffeted by big boys. Oh, God. It's don't bounced right out of the system. Don't just shout porn at me, Steve. Well, all of these features sound bloody, bloody good, and I can't wait to hear them for me, for, for me speaking for myself, actually. So. I hope I hope they happen really soon. In fact, I, I can't believe that there's anything more than just a jingle between us and the features. It is time for the next regular feature. Have you dropped into a low-resolution look? Um, no, that's my complexion, Steve. Oh, wow, it's perfectly smooth. I caught the sun today. <laughs> Looks like you're running uh, NVIDIA's... DLSS upscaling. What? Have you, I don't even have you know. been che- have you been testing any of that stuff? No, because I'm furloughed again. Did I tell you this? Yes, I yeah, yeah. I just didn't know whether furloughed. you had got some sort of freelance no, of some kind. I'd like to. I'm genuinely very excited about NVIDIA RTX technology. Log, you'd this like this too. O- it's the end of resolutions. We're not gonna have resolutions after 4K. Just reality. Games Hang are going on, to I've seen it. Scale up and down based on performance. And so if you start losing performance, it will start rendering at a lower resolution automatically and use AI upscaling to bring it back up to the native resolution of the screen that you're playing it on. I just think if you've got enough processing power spare for AI upscaling, just use that to make the resolution higher. AI upscaling's cheaper, Log. Is there? This is the only time in my life where I've ever paid attention to a launch of a graphics card. And I don't know if it's because we've got suddenly got more tech people at IGN or if it actually matters. Well, it does a, feel like everyone suddenly cares. It's a stroke of genius on NVIDIA's part to launch a graphics card alongside the Xbox and the PlayStation mm. to make them seem like NVIDIA is the third format. And to make them... To knock him into a cocked hat. A cocked mm. hat. <laughs> <laughs> the hat is ever so cocked, and they are in it. Yeah, like, like a head would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it but does seem odd that like half of my Twitter timeline is more interested in pre-ordering a thirty eighty yeah. today yeah. than a PS five. So why is it more notable then? Please let me know. I think it's just because they've done a way better job of telling everyone what the fuck a graphics card is for. Mm. Like, they've genuinely, I think they've got to a point where fucking idiots like me actually know something about what a graphics card will do. And so I can look at it and go, okay, that's crazy. (laughs) You're crazy, man. (laughs) They keep putting out. Uh, video demonstrations of Minecraft looking really, really shiny. And they've been doing that for years, and yeah. I've gone, this is stupid. And then when I saw it on a 3080, I was like, hmm, Fortnite, please. Oh, bellissimo. <laughs> Muy bueno. Uh, yeah, they've managed to make ray tracing a, uh, a buzzword. Everyone, everything needs to have traced rays. The first Xbox Series S game not to have ray tracing is going to be pilloried, and it's going to fall into a big abyss, and everyone's going to kill it. <laughs> I had ray tracing on my Atari ST, and it was a... a you put a, a floppy disk in, and it slowly drew a picture that had been pre-rendered with light coming through a window onto a lamp. And uh, that was a disk that I downloaded gladly and stared at that picture, thinking, this is fucking amazing. This is the future. But this is, yeah. One day, I will have pictures of lamps 
as good as this mm. in, <laughs> my, in, this in my own bedroom. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, which is why the um, the old Pixar thing really resonated with me because angle poise lamps mm. were a real feature of my graphicals. <laughs> mm. How long did it take to render the lamp? Well, the rendering was done, I think, on an. Oh, wait, no, it must have been a live thing because it was rendering it sort of like line by line in the same way the Spectrum loading screen would load. Hmm. So it was it wasn't just a couple, like a, of, a couple of minutes. A JPEG of a lamp that you found on a disc that said ray tracing oh, on it. it. <laughs> it's almost certainly that because you couldn't move anything. <laughs> but I think it had been made with ray tracing. Mm. Pre-ray traced for your comfort. Milk me and then just hold me because my name is Juicy Susan. My friends, my sweet friend boys, have either of you seen the tweet about a sack of wet eggs? No. I was this, this you- close to doing a feature about it. <laughs> yes. oh, oh, narrowly avoided. Log, have you seen the tweet about a sack of wet eggs? Is this a new tweet? It's a tweet as of did you not 4.46 re- p.m. yesterday. Did someone not retweet it? Why isn't it not in my timeline? Why is people talking about a tweet I do not know? <laughs> Log, I'm sending it to you now because I was hoping that one of you hadn't seen it so that you could describe what it is that you see. Right. I've sent it to you. Okay, it's a tweet from someone by the username Trumpet Sexy. I am clicking on it. The words are, my local Morrison's is selling actual sacks of wet eggs. This is this is the most cursed and wretched item I have ever witnessed. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the picture, on there's like four shelves on display. The first shelf has two, what look like, Cheese only sandwiches. The, sa- the 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 shelf beneath that has um, large bags of <laughs> dozens in each bag <laughs> of white eggs in a yellow looking liquid in a <laughs> see through blue bag. The shelf below weird. that. I should point out the bag has no handle, and I find that weird. <laughs> That's the weirdest bit of this: is these bags have no handles. I think what has happened is they just rolled over the top, and you have to grab the rolled over blue plastic and use it as a kind of dear life handle. <laughs> On the shelf below that, there are more eggs, but they are more inclined to fall off the shelf and into the Watsits and Monster Munch that lie beneath <laughs> in wire baskets. Now, log, have you? The right, the picture on the right, where it's more zoomed in. Have oh, you clicked God. on it? No, no. Read, read the, read the sticker. It just it says five boiled eggs. <laughs> but there's so many more eggs than five boiled eggs. <laughs> I'm counting at least. 15, and that's not counting the eggs that are hidden behind those. And have you seen the price of that bag of tens of boiled eggs? <laughs> is this an 11th of September bargain? Because that is the use-by date. Um, it was one pound. It's, it's, it's one pound. pound. It's a pound for a bag, a sack full of wet boiled eggs in a These... yellow juice. These eggs are going off. Put them in wet and get them out of the shop. <laughs> get them in wet. <laughs> <laughs> but they, as uh, Trumpet Sexy uh, points out <laughs> in a follow-up tweet, it's in the meal deal section. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a drink and a packet of crisps with your but that's bag it. of wet is eggs. It, is it the main or the snack? <laughs> If it's the snack, it's an unbelievable bargain. And to be fair, it's pretty good for the main. But I thought this was one of the most confounding, um, just one of the most incredible tweets I've seen for a long time. It it popped up on my feed literally minutes after I said to Steve earlier that I had nothing in my head for a feature and I have no idea what to do. And this popped up as I went for a walk to clear my head to find something for a feature. It was like divine inspiration because I saw it. 
<laughs> and all I wanted to do was ask Morrison's what the fuck is going on with their wet eggs <laughs> because no one's got an answer. If there was only one bag of wet eggs because of the way it's presented in a something that's plainly been sealed by using one of those kitchen tools where you can just seal plastic bags shut... Mm-hmm. I'd have thought they'd just made it as a joke, but there are so many fucking eggs on that show. Made it as a joke. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just, uh, I, if I thought I could get that many retweets just by putting some mm. wet eggs in a bag, I'd fucking do it, my friend. That's fair. <laughs> but that's a lot of fucking wet eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, basically, I wanted an answer about this. So I phoned Morrison's. Um, and... <laughs> to get a feeling of like what's going on in the wet egg game mm-hmm. like can anyone on customer service tell me what's happened with the wet eggs now i will point out before i start this that i didn't think if i went to customer service and said hello i've seen a tweet please tell me what's going on with the wet eggs that are going viral i thought they'd clam up pr would tell them it's over no more egg chat they would have all got a mandate earlier that day so i went in uh, with a certain level of subterfuge, uh, as if I myself had come across wet eggs in the wild. Um, so I'll play you the first half of my call. You talk to us about an in-store shopping experience or Morrison's products bought in store. Please press six. Six. <laughs> She's quite quiet here. Hi there. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a, a product in one of the uh, Morrison stores I've been in. Yeah, what Morrison stores was it? Sorry, say again. Which Morrison store was it? Uh, it was Biker in Newcastle. Biker. Yeah. What was wrong with it? Uh, it's not necessarily anything wrong. I'm just I'm slightly oh. uh, slightly confused about the product. So it's uh, it's sort of, it's like a bag of eggs. Um, <laughs> And it says, it's like a big sack. It was in the meal deal section, which it's never normally there. Um, and I just yeah. wondered, what. firstly, like, where did their eggs come from? <laughs> like, why why were they in the meal deal section? Because it's like a big sack of eggs. Yeah. Like, do you know where they, <laughs> do you know why they're there? Um, I don't want to put it in. Hold, I can look into it for you. Yeah, well, I mean, just to, like, so it's yeah. sort of, it's like a big blue bag and it says five eggs, but the, I think there's about 30 to 40 eggs in there. <laughs> and so I don't, like, it just seemed, it's quite a strange product. So I'm just trying to find yeah. out where that's, where that's, that's come from. And, and like, yeah. they're in this sort of like yellow liquid. I don't know what the, <laughs> I, like, if you could tell me what the liquid is, that would be amazing. Because um, I, I just um, don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, did you get any photos of it? Uh, I'd not person. No, I, d- I don't have one at the moment. I could probably take no, no, one, that's but fine. it's just obviously I could have sent it to our food quality team. Um, that's fine. If I pop you on hold, I'll try and look into it a little bit further for you. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to find out about those eggs. So that'd be great. Thank you. Thanks. I really wanted so... you to be eating eggs while you're talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> I love when she asked you if you have any photos of the eggs. You're like, no, not personally. <laughs> So there's a couple of bits in this call where it's very clear that I have not prepared well enough the character that I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen a picture on the internet of the eggs. Um, so she put me on hold for a bit um, and I had some time to collect my thoughts and like develop really a character, present a case, a backstory. Not, not so much a character. I'm like, I'm going in it. I'm not trying to hoodwink anyone i just want to present a situation in which they will tell me about pardon me some eggs yes um so i kind of sat there i waited they put this mad music on which you'll hear a bit of and then um we'll get there one thing i want to flag before we get to the second half of this is you will hear a bit where <laughs> where she asks me for my name and but you know what? We'll cover it afterwards because uh, okay. it sounds bad when I do it. Okay. But there's a reason. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Christ. 
What instrument is that? <laughs> Hi there. Hi, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a case um, and I'll send that over to our food quality team so they can look into it um, and see what it is. And then I can get back to you that way once they get back to me. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I just wanted to ask, like, it says five boiled eggs on the front, but there's like 30 in there. Like, do you know, I kind of, I just slung them into my trolley without really thinking, but that's like, it's too many eggs. Like, do you, do you know what I can do with boiled eggs? Like loads of boiled eggs. I know that's not really your job, but I, like, do you know what I can do with loads of eggs? Can you give eggs to a cat? <laughs> Would a cat eat an egg? I'm not too sure. Um, I wouldn't like to advise personally, um, just in case obviously the cat got ill. Okay. <laughs> you think they can get egg sick? But like, what what would uh, you, do? do? you I mean, like, do you know a recipe for boiled eggs? Uh, not personally, no. I wouldn't like to advise. You're, okay, you can't advise on recipes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I just like, there's just, I have lots, of, I just think it's a very curious product. I'd love to know more. So would would someone call me yeah. back? Yeah, definitely. Uh, can I take your last name, please? My last name? Yeah, just so I can create a case so I can get back to compliance. Yeah, it's... Yeah. To, the, to the food quality team. Yeah, it's Susan. S-U-S-A-N-E. <laughs> and your first name, please? Uh, it's Jude. Who, sorry? Jude. J-U-D-E. Jude. Jude C. Susan. Uh, the number best to call you on? Uh, so, uh, we... What I'll do is I'll uh, get in contact with our food quality team um, and then I'll get back to you before they reply, okay? Okay, thank you very much. You're very welcome. I really thank appreciate you. that. I'll just have to work out what to do with the eggs. But yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. Right, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. So, um, <laughs> she's, it does she's... sound like I say that my name for a second, because what I wanted to do was, uh, I, I said Susan without thinking, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I wanted to say that my first name was Juicy. <laughs> yes. But halfway through Jew. the word Juicy, yeah, halfway through the word Juicy, I was like, that's not a first name. No. <laughs> So you went so, for Jew C Susan and then realized well, that's not okay either. Yeah. So I stopped at Jew and then when she said, sorry, what? Totally reasonably, I said, Jude. With, if you skip back, you'll hear how frightened I sound in the moment I say the word Jude. And she goes, and she says sorry, because she thinks she's misheard me when actually... I'm the one causing problems. No, when she asks you to repeat yourself, it's like, if you're giving me a fake fucking name, could you at least speak clearly when you're doing it? (laughs) Save us both a lot of time. (laughs) And so, uh, what I didn't include on that recording is she took my address. I gave the address of where I lived in Newcastle 12 years ago or something. Uh, (laughs) I had to look up the postcode where I went, oh, sorry, I've just moved house. Let me uh, me just look that up. Because I was like, if she's looking for postcodes, she's going to look up the actual address. So I went full, just gave her the actual address I used right, to live at. So right. pity the poor fucking students who live in that house. Got to get complimentary <laughs> bags of wet eggs. Got <laughs> to get loads of eggs. Apology eggs. Oh, no. God. Yeah. Uh, and we left it at that. I was waiting for the call back. And then uh, I checked my phone an hour later and I'd missed the call. <laughs> and they never called me back. Oh, no, Joe. So... Look, horrible Did not give you business. a case number? No, no case number. It's not a crime it's probably log. because I was calling about fucking eggs. <laughs> yeah, they're not the Met um, Police. <laughs> and I didn't give them a. I didn't give them a. I didn't give them an email address um, or any of that. So what I thought I'd do, I've got a pretty good idea of how that second call would have gone. Mm-hmm. So Steve, I've sent you a script, and I think if you play Morrison's, okay, and I play me. We'll just we'll act out the rest of the egg conversation right. okay, yeah. as I imagine it would have gone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hello. Hello. Is that Mr. Suzanne? Uh, sorry, it's it's Susan. Susan. Yes. Sorry. It is. Hello. It is. Is this the egg lady? Yes, it's Jane from Morrison's. Yes. 
Oh, thank God, it's the egg lady. The egg lady's back. <laughs> so I have some answers for you uh, about the product that you're asking about, uh, Mr. Suzanne. The eggs. Uh, well, that's just it. Uh, we're, uh, we're not sure they're eggs. Sorry? We're not entirely clear on whether they're actually some eggs. But it, it, it says eggs on the bag. Mr. Suzanne, we don't sell eggs in Newcastle. So it's Susan, but what do you mean? We don't sell eggs there. No one bought eggs in Newcastle, so we just stopped selling eggs. They shouldn't be there. So, sorry, how do you explain the sack of wet eggs? Well, we can't account for it, I'm afraid. But it's got your... It, sorry, it, it's got your stickers on it. It says Morrison's <laughs> five boiled eggs, comma, wet. We don't understand either, Mr. Suzanne. It's, Susan, are you saying someone <laughs> brought bags of eggs into the supermarket and left them there? Well, as I say, we can't be sure they're eggs. I don't understand. After your call and the inconsistencies of eggs being in Newcastle, we had one of our retrieval teams go to the supermarket in question, who did indeed find a number of blue bags full of... Why, there you go, the eggs! <laughs> Mrs. Suzanne, please, let me finish. Susan, I apologise, but do carry on. The retrieval team brought the eggs back to the Morrison's lab, and our scientists ran some tests on the contents. The biochemical structure of what you're calling eggs is, in fact, nothing like an egg. This is all very confusing. What, what, what is it, then? That's just it. We don't know. The scientists have never seen anything like it. I gave one to my cat. I'm sorry, sir? The cat? I, I gave it an egg. I told you not to do that. No, you you said you couldn't advise me to do it. That's different. Is the cat all right? I mean, it, it looks okay. It's just... I, I, I dropped the sack and it, it burst all over the kitchen. The eggs are loose. And the juice? The egg <laughs> juice is loose. In your house? <laughs> Who's? The bag didn't have a handle It's your fault if anything We didn't put the eggs there So you admit they're eggs I don't mean eggs, I mean entities Entities? <laughs> they're entities now, just what do you think these eggs are? We don't know, but I think you should leave the house And lock the door behind you Mr. Suzanne Miss Susan, the eggs <laughs> The eggs, they're, they're floating Mrs. Suzanne, what's going on? Susan, the juice on the on the floor, it just started steaming gently and the eggs sort of took off. No, not took off, they just, they sort of lifted. They're rising into the air around me now. Mrs. Suzanne, you should leave right now. They're spinning, Susan. They've turned upright. With the pointy end up top, and they're, they're, they're rotating slowly. They're, they're, they're circling me. Get a clean-up team to biker pronto. I think, I think they're trying to tell me something. It's, it's a message, I'm sure of it. I don't care if they're not mobilised. Mobilise them! These shapes they're creating is... An atom? Solar system? What is the message? Please give me a sign, Eggs. No, come back! <laughs> Mrs. Suzanne, tell me what's happening. Oh my god, they're taking my wife! How? <laughs> they all just formed a straight line and flew down her mouth. She took off. I think they're lifting her from the inside. Janine! Where is she now? She's gone out the window. The cat just flew out too. I think that egg she ate got her. <laughs> they're in the sky. She's. She's gone. I can't see her. Dear God in heaven. Oh my god, I think they're coming back. The eggs are coming back. They want me to go too. I'm chosen. Mr. Suzanne, please, think about what you're saying. You'll never survive up there. Come, eggs! <laughs> Fill me! Take me to your planet! Yes! Yes, here I go! Goodbye, egg lady! Thank you! Thank you! Bum, 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 bum,
regular features. Come on. I was just Googling white eggs to find out the truth, and um, there's a lot of newspaper articles today saying, here's the deal with the wet eggs. <laughs> no, there aren't. Really? Roll to the end. What's the deal with big eggs? When reached by BuzzFeed Nudes, a Morrison spokesperson said that the eggs are just leftovers bundled together. These boiled eggs are prepared for our salad bar. Sometimes, rather than wasting them, we offer them to customers directly, the spokesperson said. I've ju- I have just seen that Morrison's replied to the original tweeter saying, you see a cursed item, but all I see is a bargain. Hashtag wet egg win. <laughs> <laughs> Which, look, that should be cringy, but that is funny. That good is on very him. good. <laughs> well done, Morrison's. Wet egg win. I could really go for 30 wet eggs right now. I could go for a big bag of wet eggs right now. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Steve's, you are Mr. Game and Watch. Can you track down and have a threesome with the nude silhouettes from the Kappa logo? <laughs> This, I can't tell you how much this genuinely crosses so many of my interests. I love Nintendo, and my favourite Spanish football team, Real Betis, are sponsored by Kappa. Great. Let's go. I've just closed the wet egg window, (laughs) so I'm back in the team. Shut down the wet egg window. We've moved on to the Kappa logo. You are Mr. Game & Watch, the iconic mascot of Nintendo's Game & Watch series of handheld toys from the early 1980s. Despite being a flat, two-dimensional array of momentarily polarized liquid crystals capable of three or four frames of animation, you are an incredibly horny boy. And it is your ambition to one day meet and convince the nude silhouettes from the logo of Italian clothing brand Kappa to have an orgy with you. But first, you must escape this infernal Game & Watch device, where you are cursed to a sexless life of scuttling around beneath an unfinished road surface, positioning manhole covers such that pedestrians do not fall through the street and plummet to their deaths. Do you A. Try to rescue every pedestrian in the hope that one of them is so grateful for your help that they'll tell you where the Kappa logo lives so that you can go there on the bus and ask them to fuck you. (laughs) Or B, refuse to rescue a single pedestrian, allowing their shattered corpses to pile up in the sewers until there are so many bodies that the game crashes and you're ejected from your plastic prison. Oh, it's got to be B. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the pragmatic response, because you you set this up. Well, and we also know the game set thing, there is no Kappa logo template within, within the world there. of game and yeah, the world so. of game and watch and uh, no one's jogged a load of crystals into the shape of two <laughs> nude women back to back are they two asses. women are, I, are they two women is it a boy and a girl no it's a boy it's a boy and a girl is yeah. it yeah oh, i thought it was some sort of gemini business it's a boy and a girl sitting back to back in silhouette i'm gonna look at it and see if i get horny it's the one where their backs are actually joined <laughs> They oh are. yeah! It's like it's like it's like they're just thinking about an argument that they've had, but they can't bear to be apart. Mm. I don't think I can't look at you, but I want to know you're there. I don't think they're joined at the back. They're not physically melded. Mm. That's just how silhouettes work. <laughs> Isn't Kappa like an evil duck? This is off the point. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> uh, you allow two hundred and fifty-six pedestrians to fall to their death. To the in the hopes of creating a buffer overflow mm-hmm. on the two hundred and fifty seventh. Actually, it should be two hundred fifty fifth buffer overflow on the two hundred fifty sixth because it counts from zero to two hundred fifty five. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't work. Oh shit! Oh. Okay, that sounded rehearsed, nice but it wasn't. I came up with that uh, in order to fill the gap in my script. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you want to rescue every pedestrian? Yeah, 100%. Obviously. Of course, that's what yeah. you always wanted to do. You those. set about your work with grim determination, hoping that by standing beneath each gap in the street with a manhole cover in turn, 
it will soon be your turn to uncover the holes of the nude silhouettes in the Kappa logo. Your hunch is proven correct when at last a grateful pedestrian agrees to help you in your quest. Hello, she says. You look like you're trying to track down and fuck the outlines of the famous couple from the Kappa logo, just like everyone else in here. Wow. You don't. So the Kappa logo. You invented not, it. <laughs> famous within the Game and Watch consoles. <laughs> you don't have enough frames of animation to nod, so you move left and right around the screen to indicate that yes, you are indeed on a mission to have an incredibly hot three-way with the nude Italian logo you have fallen in love with. Well, I'm fairly certain I saw them hanging out on the giant departure board at Euston train station doing that thing where they sit back to back and look contemplative, she says. I would recognize that perky side boob anywhere. You move left and right even faster to more effusively agree with the pedestrian about the boob. You are so (laughs) fast and horny, in fact, that you short-circuit the Game & Watch and become an untethered electrical signal whizzing around freely in the air. Quickly, before Mr. Game & Watch dissipates into a formless static gas incapable of being rimmed by two-dimensional couple who live on the front of a hoddy. <laughs> oh, no. Where to now? Is it? A. In- Say hoodie again. Hoddy. <laughs> Thank you. Is that, is that a new brace you've got on today that does different letters? <laughs> yes. Yeah. This one's a tricky one. It's changing all my vowel sounds around. <laughs> Do you go A, into the telephone line, like that gremlin from Gremlins 2 who went into the telephone line? Or B, do you zap yourself into a nearby bright pink Dear Diary pocket organizer, the kind that teenage girls would type boys' names into and say to their best friend, if you ever look at the secret boys' names I've written in my dear diary, pocket organizer, I swear to fucking Jesus, I will jump off a bridge and it'll be all your fault. Personally, I'm feeling Jesus suicide. That one sounds like you put more effort into it. Hmm. And that means it's the correct decision, as far as I understand these formats. John? I'm going to go with you on that one. I That way, if you're wrong and he has to improvise... It's your fault, not mine. Can I just say <laughs> how weird it is that I just said John? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I, 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 I literally, I looked at you and saw the name John and went and forgot everything I knew about our entire <laughs> relationship. <laughs> just um, went, you know what? I'm calling him John. Yeah, I'm probably really confused the readers. Log. Thank you. That's more like it. Zap. Now you're a couple of horny vaults coursing through the internal circuitry of the Dear Diary Pocket Organizer, which contains the names and telephone numbers of various unthreatening boys with soft faces. You peruse the list, hoping that maybe the phone number of the boy from the Kappa logo is in here. Darren, Brian, Darren 2, Andrew, Spencer, Houston Train Station... Whoa. (laughs) Looks like this girl was horny for train stations. Maybe this will come in useful later on. (laughs) So you've added Houston train stations telephone number to your inventory. Your options now are to zap to the telephone or hang out in the diary for a bit longer and force me to improvise something else. Wait. I think wait. we should hang out, Log. No. Wait. Wait. Wait, wait in says, the diary. Let's see if Darren too turns up for a minute. <laughs> you hang around in the diary for a little longer, opting to leap into the diary's melody maker mode, in which the top <laughs> row of keyboard keys can beep out a jaunty tune as long as it's in the it's it's in the key of C, here is the tune <laughs> that you bleep out. Ba ba da ba bo ba ba da ba ba da bo ba ba da ba 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 da ba bam bam bam. That was incredible. Yeah, well, that's what you did. Now, oh, good for us. I feel like there's a board of stationery that I don't know shit about. I feel like. 
if I'd been born about 20 years younger, I'd have access to all this amazing musical stationery. Oh, electronic pocket organizers. I was all about them. Argos catalog. Oh, yeah, I love them. Absolutely. You can pretend that you had important information to store, but you just write words in it. Like You just wrote words? I never had one of these. Yeah, it felt like it was an important object to have. You try and write a diary. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's that's French for important objects. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) objet (laughs) d'art. You've gone red with how derisive you were about that. (laughs) No, that's red from trying to stifle being a boring correcting man who says, no, actually that means. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had my VTech child's laptop at home and where I do my important spelling work. And then when I was out and about in the back of the car on the way to the beach, I'd have my pocket organizer so I could use the Melody Maker features and store the two phone numbers that I know, which was my mum's phone number and the house number. (laughs) Sounds like a really nice childhood. I like it. (laughs) Anyway, let's go to the phone line. Let's go to the phones. You zap into the telephone line like that gremlin from Gremlins 2 who went into the telephone line. From here, you can access any phone terminal in the world so long as you have the correct telephone number. Check inventory. (laughs) Y slash N. Why? Why? (laughs) You check your inventory for any phone numbers for Houston train station. You find 1X Houston train station telephone Mm -hmm. number. Use, Use on. Use on. Line that we are in? Use online that we are in. Yes, please. Great. You immediately zoom along the telephone lines to Houston train station, dodging incoming phone calls or whatever, before launching <laughs> yourself from the public phone booth and directly into the 15-foot-tall dot matrix display looming over the concourse, bypassing several unwritten chapters of this feature <laughs> because it was quickly approaching the time when we had to record. Just as the pedestrian from the Game & Watch game promised, right there before you, sitting back-to-back beneath the next Avanti West Coast service to Wolverhampton, are the nude silhouettes from the Kappa logo. Do you A. Impress the Kappa logo into having a threesome with you by flipping sausages at faster and faster speeds? Mm. Or B. I don't know, the one where you have to smash a mouse to death with a hammer? Oh, sausages, surely, because that implies a certain level of expertise. And mm. also, it's a, it's a good sexual shape, whereas a mouse getting crushed would probably make the boy wince and the mm. girl, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> the girl get excited? Or she might shriek and stand on a chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, was waiting to, I was waiting to see where you were going with that, Lock. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, you're quite you were quite right to do that, and I'm sorry I didn't have that to offer you. <laughs> <laughs> the naked outline of the couple from the Kappa logo turns to face you and smiles. Hey, says the woman whose boob is visible in the Kappa logo. I really like how you flip those sausage sausages all up and over over your head and caught them again on the other side. That was totally rad. <coughs> yeah, says the man patting the floor next to him and giggling. We think we'd like to get to know you a little better, Mr. Game & Watch. Slowly, cautiously, using just three frames of animation, you approach the couple and enter their warm embrace. You're doing it. You're actually doing it. Mr. Game & Watch is finally fucking and being fucked by the nude silhouettes from the Kappa logo, and it is glorious. Hundreds gather at Houston Station to watch as staff try to unplug the destination board, but it's no use. The electrical energy of your incredible fucking generates enough power to run not just the board on which your wet, stinking orgy is gathering pace, but the bulbs of every streetlight building and billboard for hundreds of miles around, a beautiful union of bodies that can be seen from space, high above in orbit, Tim Peake looks down and smiles. You did it, he says to himself. Are you crying? You crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> you did it. Aww. Beautiful. 
I always cry at the end of my features. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap. And Ziggy says, you've got to listen to regular features. And there's a 49% chance of that. I'm having a lovely time. That's what a great. nice time. Oh, um, when you get, when you get uh, Invisalign, they give you mm. these. They're called Chewies. Holy shit. Are they actually yeah. called Chewies? They're called Chewies. I said that as a joke because I thought that would be a nice thing to call them. Yeah, well, they call them Chewies. Oh. And guess what? They're really nice to chew on. So what's the deal? Is the Because I love I chew a lot on mm. me. Mm. So what's the idea? They just they push press, the... They push the they braces push more firmly onto your teeth. And That's great. The harder you push, because you can't... You obviously can't chew anything. You can't chew food. You can't eat with them in. So the idea is oh. that you, after you put them in, you chew on these little chewy things, and they help make sure everything's nice and tight. That sounds genuinely, that sold me on Invisalign. I'm going to be sad about when it's finished because I'm not going to have no any, chewies. any chewies. Yeah. I mean, you could probably just, I don't think it, would, it wouldn't feel as good to chew on this if I wasn't wearing the Invisalign braces. Oh, because they offer a, like a weird, they plateau out it the pressure. Creates or a nice pressure tension in the teeth. Mm. It's like when you have the clear braces. It's it's like your teeth, like they feel like they need to stretch, and you can't stretch your teeth. I don't know if you know this about teeth. You can't stretch them. It's You've like, literally said this in a feature before. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time I've said this. But it's like chewing on this chewy is like my teeth are yawning. Mm. They're all yawning individually, and it feels that great. really good. Is that ah. a special chewy that is given to you by a dentist so you can make your teeth yawn? My bongo-playing dentist gave me this chewy <laughs> to make my teeth yawn. <laughs> But it's all I can do not to just chew through this wire immediately. Like, I'm obsessed with, I'm very oral. I'm, I'm a chewer. <laughs> Me too. And so I just Fingers, want one knuckles. of those now. Oh, yeah. I've got, what's that thing called? Wolf biting, where you bite all the skin oh your nails. I'm yeah, a full baby. Oh, no. Disgusting. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, you've gone further than me, big alpha yeah, wolf I bite, boy. I bite all my nails off so I can get to that sweet, sweet skin. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't and know what it actually means other than that I love the taste of my body. Is it bad What's, for the health of the nails? Oh, certainly. There's no. I, I feel like if I was ever able to grow a single nail back to the length it should be, it would immediately... Ingrow and fly through my finger at a pace of knots <laughs> mm. and just cut the end off. I think I'm stuck like this. It's gross. But do you ever, do they ever get to the point? Are you constantly just doing that to take them back down again? Or is it like, can you leave it for a week and suddenly there's a <gasps> bit of a I don't to even, chew there? I don't even notice that I'm doing it. So I'm not really sure. Like it's so built into me to bite my nails yeah me, me too I, i've done it since i was three and my parents tried to get me to stop and they just, just give up because Mate, i'm tenacious I had that stuff I'm, i had that stuff that's meant to make it taste disgusting it's called nail bite. i love it but me too mate that's like the first, just a week of it and then that, mm -hmm. i use that to teach myself to like everything like from booze to it's just early i love booze because i can the stinky stuff that they put on your fingernails to make you averse to chewing on your fingernails, mm, yes. you used as an on-ramp to enjoying other flavours that children typically don't like, like yeah, booze and cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, That's fantastic that how much that blew back in their face. <laughs> yeah, it's Genuinely, I remember the point at which I had some and went, this is fine. I don't care. I'm going to eat what? myself more. Well, well, <laughs> and you just, just drink it straight from the bottle. <laughs> just, yeah, just this in, awful in, poison. In front of your mum's face, you just fucking chug the bottle and smash it on the floor. Don't and then... ever tell me what to do again, mother. <laughs> Bite one of your fingers off to punish her. <laughs> just... Ow! Why haven't I jumped? Ziggy says you need to listen to regular features. Okay! Right, now it's time for my regular feature. Uh, I'm Zimbimbag Baby. And last week, 
you said I was welcome on your show anytime I liked. So please pull out your plumpest poof and just one each. Help me get me legs up on it. Ooh, that's right. Ooh, comfy. Ooh, it's nice here, isn't it? When, when was the last time I was on? I don't, don't answer that. I had a look myself. I know how you lot name your episodes, so I had a look at regularfeatures.com. And my first thought was, does no one know how to embed a SoundCloud shortcode into WordPress around here? <laughs> no, uh, only joking, lads. As a website, it's the bare minimum. And that's enough. I saw the word boy in episode 393 and I got excited thinking it's probably about me. But that one was Joe banging on about a creepy young lad he had in, a, he had in his kitchen window in a cake or mm, something. Yes. It, as features went, didn't like it. <laughs> Eating and big boys do not exist in the same time reference to me. I never let myself see them eat because I don't want to ruin the mystery. And also because I've gone on holiday a couple of times and forgotten to leave them food out. And when I got back and unlocked the cellar, there were two fewer big boys and the others refused to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, where were we? My carnival of large lads, my massive males. Let's not beat about the bush here. My big boys, whom I have spent a lifetime curating and caring for, even though they are prone to magical reality escapades that are fucking exasperating. (laughs) Last I heard, they were drifting aimlessly through space while I am trapped on the soily fanny you pricks called Earth. So, quick catch up since 1938, by which I mean episode 389. Um, I I went back, it was that one. That's the last time you saw me. So uh, the last time I was on, someone said, you're on every other week, Zim. So that's why I've been in hibernation, because I was embarrassed to come out. Since then, I've had laser eye surgery, which went, as it happens, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Two exploded eyeballs and a lot of unexpected... And a lot of unexpectedly specific profanity later, I was getting kicked out of a Dolland and Ageson with a flea in my ear and my eyeballs down my cheeks. Luckily, <laughs> oh my god! Luckily, my sense of smell immediately rose to the occasion, and I caught the whiff of an even better pair of eyes, which I immediately popped in. So now I can see UV light, ghosts. And a parallel universe of big boys that live alongside us. <laughs> now, I, now I know what you're thinking. I've seen the Doctor Who episode, Army of Ghosts, and you're screaming. You've popped your earbuds out, and you're screaming into your earbuds. They're not big boys, Zim. They're Cybermen. Well, that's as may be, but quite honestly, I've been through a month of lockdown without seeing a single big, big lad cavort, gamble, or frolic in a meadow. So I'm going to give your opinion just as much as respect as I give an episode of Doctor Who written by Mark Gattis. That is... (laughs) Rubbish. That was incredibly dual melodic. Yeah, you you harmonise with your own arm. The trick is, when you put your arm in your mouth, you can get airflow going on the top and the bottom with with gifted lips. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say I've got them, but that's that's your <laughs> that's for you to say. Um, <laughs> but you can perform and pr- provide a perfect major third, which is a, the summoning sound. <laughs> for what? Wait and see, baby. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, no, I haven't built that into it. I'll have to fucking work that in later now, won't I? <laughs> so, after months of research with me new eyeballs, I've discovered that there are five. No, let's make that three. I haven't got long left. Big boy elementals that I need to recruit <laughs> from a parallel universe to summon the ultimate big boy himself, God, and demand him a favour. The first big boy I needed to find was Ken Barlow. So it was off to Weatherfield, whether I feel like it or not. (laughs) 
I am I immediately walked to the Coronation Street zone, where my eyeballs started inflating and deflating rapidly, drawing me to Baldwin's Casuals, the factory where Ken's nemesis once made comfy clothes. I pushed a really creaky door, and this, if you're going to do sound effects, I only want one. So if anyone's going to put in a sound effect, creaky door. Have you got, have you got a creaky door, Joe, on your soundboard? Thanks. So, and then I saw a glistening spectral Ken Barlow having a ghostly piss on the sewing machines and rubbing his naked, translucent ass on the bolts of wooden cloth. Woolen cloth. Now, I know what you're thinking. Zim, you've started off with a nice, accessible bit of Coronation Street, but now you've said spectral Ken Barlow and bolt of woolen cloth. And now you're just thinking about World of Warcraft and you're going to go off on one about fetch quests and that. <laughs> All I can say is, how dare you? How fucking dare you? Anyway, the upshot is, I managed to find a really lovely orc and he's the first panel in my big boy triptych. For the horde, right, lads? Lovely. <laughs> so then it was off to find the biggest boy ever on record, according to the 1982 Guinness World Book of World Records, what I had as a kid. Back then, of course, it was all real records, like who's got the biggest fingernails and what's the worst confession you can do to a priest? These days, it's all what is the most Gangnam styles you can do in a week or something. That's all <laughs> rubbish. If I wanted to summon God and get my big fellas back in my cellar, I was going to need the help of Daniel Lambert, big boy supremo of the 19th century. At 50 stone, Daniel was nothing short of a whopper. So I grabbed my biggest butterfly net and warped to Leicester in 1788, planning to bag me a Danny. Turned out he wasn't that big then, so I had so I had to warp forwards again to 1806, when his physical condition of inflation had cost him his jobs and poverty had forced him to exhibit himself in London as a boy so fundamentally large that it was worth giving him money to see if he'd say anything that made sense. This is all true. Daniel Lambert used to be a jailkeeper in Leicester, got so fat he had to quit and then got so fat people paid him money. It's fucking brilliant, lad. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the first time we've, we've ever heard like Zim's interests writ large outside of big boys. He's got an interest in history, as long as it's big boy adjacent. Big boy, yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's it. That's awesome. But the thing about Daniel Lambert, it turns out he was dead charming and dead clever, and people were so surprised to have a conversation with the man that big that it became fashionable for the rich people of the day to pop around to his flat in fucking, I don't know, Carnaby Street, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> And I was just chuck cash at him. Anyway, good for him, I said. Good for him. But him being clever was bad for me. My attempts to capture him by feeding him metal bird seed and then chasing him around on roller skates holding a big magnet. Roller skates, that is, obviously. Not roller skates. What are they? <laughs> that plan fell completely fat when he simply didn't eat the large pile of metal balls. And when I came running in to say, no, Daniel, you're supposed to eat the balls. I slipped up on my own fucking balls and knocked myself unconscious on the free metal ball food for Daniel's sign I'd had printed. <laughs> when it's I was sort of upside down. <laughs> the sign should say free actual seed. I Free metal balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, I was outwitted by Daniel Lambert. You I'm, not, I'm not ashamed you of that. by you, Zim. Oh, how can you outwit yourself? <laughs> when I woke up, Daniel was standing over me, each limb as big as a lad. Zim, <laughs> Zim, he said, I am going to die in 1809 in Stamford, Lincolnshire. It will take 20 men half an hour to drag my casket into the trench, a feature of my life that, quite frankly, didn't need recording on Wikipedia. (laughs) Anyway, 
I want you to be one of those men, appearing in the background in footage like a Forrest Gump for big boys like me. If you do that, I will join you on your mission. So I said yes quickly, and then I checked my watch and said, fuck, I've got no time left. So here comes the third one, Dalai Lama. That's right, he's a big boy now. Got that bastard on board. So right, now we're all assembled. I've got them, and I've got three minutes left to write this. So this is real-time writing now, no rewrites, nothing. So all right, they all get together. Daniel Lambert, he's the head. No, he's the body. Ken Barlow, no, he's an orc now, isn't he? So he's one of the legs. And Dalai Lama, he's an arm, I guess. No, make him another leg. I like the symmetry of that. So (laughs) I jump on top of the head, and I'm the head now, and we all spin around dead fast until we crack the sky open and God comes down in his dressing gown. Zim, what the fuck is this all about, he says. So I say, God, God, I just want them back. I can't bear the idea of my boys all out there in space, their little cheeks puffing out as they spin around and bounce off each other. I don't even want to think about how many hobos with telescopes have thrown away their bottles of whiskey after seeing them. (laughs) (laughs) And God said, (laughs) and God said to me, Zim, the big boys were in you all along. And I said, fuck off, mate. But he said, no, look. And I'm like, no, I'm not looking. But then he said, seriously, Zim, look, I'm not joking. So I said, okay, I'll just have a little look. And God said, no, look properly. And then he folded his arms so I knew he meant business. So I looked. And then sure enough, there was a thick membrane of hot boy spawn running down the inside of my legs. (laughs) Fuck. How long will it be, God, until this puddle of thick mucus is a whimsical parade of lovely big boys again Mm. with tears rolling down my brand new eyes. I'd give it a couple of months, said God. You don't want this character to outstay its welcome, do you? Just one more feature. (laughs) Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Regular features. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and donate a dollar per episode to help us make the podcast what you just heard potentially for free that's okay you're allowed to hear it for free if you don't want to support us that's fine you can tell your friends tell your mother whisper it into a dog's ear and hopefully set him free (laughs) that dog on its deathbed will bark regular features will bark regular features so loudly it shatters every window in the house i don't want to get into have you seen this internet thing jag too much but did we all see the video of the dog that literally says the word woof yes it is fantastic it's one of the best videos i've ever seen it's made even better because his owner Seconds before, he doesn't woof. He says the word woof. His owner says, don't woof. Don't woof. And the dog goes, woof. Woof. (laughs) Is this this articulate dog actually says woof in English? Is it? I don't know if that's the... It's a big husky. There can't be many of these. It's a minute long. Oh, is it? I've seen a very short version. Let's um, drop it in. Oh, because the, the minute long version uh, is the dog being introduced to a baby and the yeah. dog's being oh. really gentle and sweet. Something and that's why he says, sniff. don't woof, because he didn't, what, doesn't want to spook the baby. And then he says, woof. He goes, woof. <laughs> woof. Oh. Fuck oh. me. That Which is technically isn't woofing. If he said, don't say woof, then he could. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But he found a loophole. Oh, he's smiling so intensely. Oh, no. Don't woof. <laughs> Sorry, I got to the stage there. Don't woof, don't woof. Oh, woof. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
uh, sorry to have derailed the no, Patreon it, shout out. So it's badly. a fantastic video of a dog saying the word woof, and I implore mm. our readers to go check it out if you've got time. <laughs> After Pate giving us money on Patreon. Hey, I'd like to shout out a couple of new Patreon readers who've jumped aboard the Patreon with their generous, generous donations. And in return for their support, I would like you to give them B names. B names. Give a B name to William Wallace. That's a he's a real human from history. <laughs> now uh... he's a B. <laughs> and imagine that. Waggle Dance Bill. <laughs> Waggle Dance Bill. Yep. I mean, that implies a certain knowledge of bee behaviour, so I'm, I'm into it. Waggle I, ju- Dance I Bill. just remembered an old honey beer called Waggle Dance, and um, there is something there. That is a bee thing, I think. Yeah, they do a sort of a dance to no, that, that's communicate how they... that there's a bad wasp. In the hive. Or a good flower. <laughs> they or just, a good they, flower. They all, when there's a bad wasp in the hive, they all do the hokey-cokey around it mm. and bump him right out of the chute. <laughs> uh, bestow a bee name upon Aiden Fox. Aiden Fox. <sighs> mm, just... Would... Stinging hive. That's fantastic. <laughs> Great. Oh no! You knew this bit was coming. Yeah, but Why I don't we never think prepare? about it. Sting Boy Five. Sting Boy Five. Yeah, it rhymes with the thing I said, not his name. That's what you want. Sting Boy Five. If you'd like your own B name, is that it? Oh, I'm so sorry, Aiden. <laughs> I thought you'd be the middle bit and we'd come back strong for the next person. But you're, in fact, the punchline. <laughs> oh, what, what, Aiden? <laughs> the next reader's going to get a primo B name. Mm, Go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Goodbye. Good day Bye. to you. Regular Ficheros. <laughs>